You're listening to the Unshamed Podcast. We talk about important topics that are culturally taboo when it comes to the female body, mind, and soul. We want to break down shame that surrounds these topics so that women can be empowered in their everyday lives. Make sure to like and subscribe and share this with your friends. Hey guys, welcome to the Unshamed Podcast. Um, At Unshamed Podcast, we talk all about things uh, that... We want to know about the female body, soul, and mind, but things that might be a little bit taboo to talk about in casual conversation. Uh, Today, we're actually going to be talking about a little history about birth control, also about how things unfolded here in Ireland with birth control, and we're going to talk about this fun fact. Um, Do you know that you actually never have to have a period on hormonal contraception? So... It's history and science today. We're going to be talking a lot about history and science. We'll be riding nerdy today. Um, So grab your Harry Potter wands, your pocket protectors, your calculators, your nerd glasses, whatever, and let's go. Um, So um, we need to know how this whole thing got started. Really, um, birth control dates back a long time ago. There's actually tons of cool videos on YouTube about the history of contraception, which I would encourage you to go look that up because they're really fascinating. Um, a lot over the over the years, a lot of guesses, speculation, trial and error, actual science um, went into the ideas that humans have tried over the years to prevent unplanned pregnancy. Um, this is crazy. Egyptian women in ancient times used to use a mixture of lint, honey, and crocodile poo as a barrier during sex they'd mix it up and you know stick it in there which sounds like a pretty pungent barrier to me like the guy says no thanks i'm good boom no baby problem solved so it wasn't until the 20th century when people started to use synthetic hormones to actually be able to stop ovulation from happening um In the 1950s, Margaret Sanger wanted to make oral contraception for women. Yeah, same same lady who started Planned Parenthood. Um, I'm not a huge fan, personally, of Margaret Sanger because a lot of her writings from the time were messed up. Um, She was all about sterilizing people who she found undesirable, mentally challenged people, and actually black people among those. and she was really into pregnancy termination for that purpose, too. So hmm. so however you feel about today's Planned Parenthood termination and all that goes with that, it's interesting to note that even somebody who um, had a messed up view of things could turn out to create a product that, was, that had a positive impact. Um, contraceptives can help prevent terminations, it turns out. So so Margaret Sanger, she really wanted to help the everyday woman not worry about how she was going to feed tons of kids. So she got help from a guy named Gregory Pincus, who invented the pill. Um, and at the time, this pill was called Innovid, and it came in this fancy little glass bottle full of pills. And it came out in 1960. So uh, it was brilliant because on this pill, women could have their ovulation stopped and bonus wouldn't have to have a period. He thought, though, hmm, these chicks are not going to take the pill that makes them never have a period. They'll freak out and they'll feel like they're pregnant or feel like a weirdo. Better fix that. Which, by the way, that's exactly how he used to talk. You know, that's historical fact. Um, So he originally invented the pills 
where women would take them for 20 days and then stop for five days. And the off days would be like a drop in hormones in their bodies that would signal their uterus to bleed, just like a normal cycle. He wanted women to feel like things were normal, um, even though he knew that on the pill there would be no need to ever bleed, which we'll talk about that in a minute once we get into the science portion of this, of today. Um, one of, after he did all that, one of the co-creators of the pill named David Wagner um, invented a, a way to help women remember what day they were on when they were on the pills. Because remember, the original pills were in the big bottle and then all the pills are mixed up in there. And obviously, there's no way to remember, did I take one today? Did I not? So unless you marked off the calendar or something, uh, you would have a really hard time keeping track of did you double up? Did you miss one? All that. So uh, also taking a five-day break from um, taking a pill habitually every day meant that you would maybe get out of the habit of taking a pill every day. So that's annoying. Um, so he actually worked with another inventor to come up with a foil pack um, that sat inside a plastic rotating compact. So it had the days of the week on it, and you'd put it on the specific day. Genius. So now that's how we have that. So it's really funny that we still have... Um, that week of placebo pills, like, you know, if you're taking the pill, and then you've got some that are inactive, that's where that comes from is the idea that women sort of needed to have a normal, I'm using quotes here, period. So we still have that today. Very interesting. But what about Ireland? Um, things happened here a lot later. In 1973, doctors were allowed to prescribe the pill, but only for the purpose of regulating periods. Hmm. In 1980, the government allowed people to be able to get a doctor's prescription to get condoms and spermicide at the pharmacy. And then the law changed again. In 1985, 85, it like 95, 1985, people were allowed to buy condoms and spermicide without a prescription. But the interesting thing is contraception wasn't fully officially legalized here until 1993. What? So there's your dose of history for the day. Now let's get into the science portion. So um, because when you talk about all this stuff, um, every invention that comes about in science has an equal side of it where we have to talk about the ethics or is it okay to be doing this? So um, but first off, let's talk about the whole, we'll go back to why you don't need to have a period on hormonal birth control. So um, the steady stream of synthetic hormones that you get from the pill, uh, it doesn't let your uterus build up a lot on the inside to, to empty out. So meaning um, you don't need to empty your uterus out, aka have a period on the regular. Um, that actually means you don't need to bleed once a month. Seriously, time to celebrate. Yay. So if you wanted to and you're on hormonal contraception, you could actually skip those placebo pills in your pack or if you're on the patch, a patch-free week, or the ring, a ring-free week. You could skip that and go straight on to the next pill, patch, or ring cycle. Um, but be sure to talk to your GP about that first because they'll need to prescribe you extra so you can make it through the full six months before you have to see them again. Um, so because we're talking about this, um, we're going to dip into the ethics part now. Um, so... What does that mean? What is birth control and the idea, you know, of that 
thinning out that inside of the uterus. What does that mean for embryos that might be created, but don't have a place to implant if your pill is making that impossible? So this idea and thinking about that has sparked a lot of controversy and research and all kinds of talk over the years. Um, This wouldn't make the pill or any kind of birth control method that's hormonal um, an abortive facient. And what that means is something that causes an abortion to happen. Um, Because for it to be an abortifacient, it would need to mess up an already implanted embryo. That's pretty important to know. Um, But if you're like me and you feel like human life starts at conception, um, this is an ethical conundrum. You know, I've actually wrestled with this trying to decide what's the best method for me. Um, There are actually, another segue, two methods, the hormonal and the copper IUD, that might, because we're not sure 100% exactly how they work, um, these methods might work first by keeping fertilized eggs from implanting. So I'm a little bit on the fence about using one personally. So fun fact about me getting personal. Um, but so there's a lot we don't know about contraception. Um, we do know that a lot of, this is another thing. We do know that a lot of fertilized eggs are lost no matter what we do. That's actually a sad fact, but interesting, you know, 40 to 60% of embryos that are created under natural circumstances are actually lost. And that's a lot of zygotes fertilized eggs. So if you're like me and you feel like you want to save as many zygotes as possible, there's a logical possibility that taking hormonal contraception faithfully could help reduce the amount of humans getting lost, even if the lining of your uterus is thinned out a bit. Um, But that means that you need to take it every day if you're on the pill or if you're on the ring or the patch, change that out faithfully. Um, If you're on the pill, and you share my value of human life and my worldview, then you actually have an ethical obligation not to miss pills. That's really heavy. Aren't you glad you listened? (laughs) Another thing to think about. Oh, yay. So if you don't like remembering things, if you have trouble with it, which hello, we all do, um, there are other options out there, which we'll, like I said, talk about in another episode of the podcast. Um, So with every invention in science, there's ethical things we got to talk about. Isn't life fun and exhausting? (laughs) So to recap, we talked about how birth control came to be as we know it, um, how it's made its way over to Ireland, and some of the fallout from new advancements in science. All the things, all the lovely things that we have to lose sleep over Yay. So if you want to geek out to more topics like this um, and want to hear more stuff about the female body that we don't talk about in casual conversation, click like and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes and send us a comment. Let us know what you think about this stuff. If you want to talk more about uh, Irish history on this stuff, which is very fascinating too. I only touched on a, a small bit of it. But send us a comment. Let us know what you think. And until next time, keep living unshamed. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Unshamed Podcast. Join us next time for another topic that we hope empowers you. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share this with your friends.